Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Thanks for Trying podcast episode 15 with my very special guests, Jest and Hugo Cheguin, aka DJ Beats from People Just Do Nothing, Corrupt FM, all that excellent stuff. As always, it's recorded in my front room. There's fuckloads of swearing. I get real boozy. If you love the Thanks for Trying podcast, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or whatever it is you use for your podcasts. Make sure you leave a comment, share it, tell people, all of that. And on September the 17th, if you are in London, buy tickets and come down to the Thanks for Trying podcast live. We are back. If you came to the one in December, you know it gets fucking ridiculous. Starring returning guest, Doc Brown, and second returning guest, Asim Chowdhury, aka your buddy G. Tickets are selling real fast. Make sure you go cop them right now. Enjoy the podcast. You're welcome to episode 15 of the Thanks for Trying podcast with my very special guests, Jest and Hugo, aka DJ Beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's tons of people in there. Tons of people in here. Hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. There's just hard tickets, man. Like we we sold out. Yeah. Early. It's a shellers. It's a. Sh- it was one of them raves, it's man. A Stormzy show. Jeez. Um. Thank you both for coming. I really appreciate that. I like really that bro. Yeah. That's like we're both. Yeah. <laughs> Your bro. That's both cool. bros. Like that. That's cool. Man, I just Shit. invented a new word within like thirty bros. seconds of the podcast. I, I like to. I like to keep it moving like that. You know, just keep on reinventing myself. You know, like David Re- Bowie rewriting yeah. the dictionary. Yeah. Dave. Like do you, boo boo? <laughs> so all right. So let's let's start off. Let's start off with the hard hustle the, the promo because i think that's a beautiful i think it's a beautiful place to start mm. uh jest you've got a new it's a new album yeah it's called the hard hustle promo I mean, how i mean great mixtape mixtape yeah. part two <laughs> hosted by dj clue yeah, yeah absolutely 94 tunes perfect yeah. not enough tunes some might say and that's on that piff right now great you can get that that piff dot demon.gov.org yeah <laughs> yeah cool all right that's perfect i don't even know geo cities 
right, that's cool. the one. All right, great. Um, yeah, Theresa May's my CEO. Great, good. How we, you know She's I mean? so good at handling things. In it. <laughs> iron, iron Fist of Incompetence Recordings. <laughs> is, is the label I definitely watch the porno with that exactly the porno that's yeah that we yeah we turned it into a record label so tell me about the goddamn album no the album is called billy green is dead uh based on or taking inspiration taken from the gil scott heron joint okay um because i didn't know that that's where i yeah i steal all of my ideas from people with far greater artistic <laughs> right. skills than myself and that's and how you do modern art that's what you do yeah Just yeah i agree people's I agree. All of my art is stolen. No, no, no. But you know, no ideas original. That's a very good We've point. We've been stroking our beards. And yeah, when you do have a beard now, you just stroke get, just a, so that because before I was just the heir and it didn't have <laughs> command the same authority. I feel very naked. Like, look at this guy pretending to stroke an imaginary beard. So I said, no, I. I feel very naked without a beard, and it's it's a very what happened? tough situation. You had situation. you had the OG. You had the. You know what I mean, you yeah. had, you was. He was deep in the beard game early, if I, I, I remember rightly. I yeah. think you full I was, beard. I was 12 points. years old, I had a beard. Standard. <laughs> Standard, man. Like, fuck. Was, I, I'd, I'd had a beard for a long time, but, you know. I found that I was hiding being fat under my beard. Mm. And so when I got rid of it, I was like, now I've got no excuse. I have to lose weight. Oh, I thought it was a Benjamin Button type thing. Yeah, that's it. Lose you're 10 regressing, years. like you're just getting. That's true. I mentally. You're regress. going backwards through puberty right now. Well, you your shot voice, guy. your voice is unbreaking I live know, on air. I know. Like by the end of the podcast. How, how, long, how long did it take you for you to grow that? Because that was that's quite. A, but as long as it took yours to fall out with the. True. <laughs> took stress, a while. Stress had no, a I had. I, you know, what I mean, it's been like you know, it's got cut back. You're right, okay. It suffered some cutbacks under the Tory regime. Yeah, sounds about right. But then I said, nah, and I came back full power to the people. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, you know what I mean? I, I so it's, feel, been I a, feel, it's been a love-hate it's been, relationship. It's been a, process. it's been a love-hate relationship, shall we say. Some people, you know what I mean? Not always... Doesn't always go down well. Have you, have, Hugo, have you always had a beard? What's, what's going on? I definitely feel like envy right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never Mac freed it ever. Yeah, really. Yeah, you've never like, shaved. Never shaved a razor. I look like a. I had to do it for uh, the first series. I look like a swollen pig, so, <laughs> that baby pig child. So sick, yeah. man, bear pig. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, same as you, man. I'm, yeah. I was, I am fat, so I hide, I hide it all. <laughs> It's a good hiding technique. It's a great. I, I found that like it, it gave great definition and context to my face. Yeah, yeah. So like without it, you know, there was, you know, I, I felt it's like really bonding right now. This mm. is a, it's a bonding it's situation. Like, square up the jaw a bit. Touch. Yeah, like, yeah. I definitely. Thought, I thought you know someone might punch someone just then, but it's actually the it's a beautiful bond moment. Mm. Yeah, no, no, no. This it's, it's 2017. Can relate, be honest. Man. Yeah, it's very relatable. Keeping it so hipster right now. With oh, one hundred percent. Beard talk. It's yeah. Quite, can I? Did you bring any craft ales for me to, to for me to review? Because I'll happily do that. That's we can go really full hipster. Shout. I mean, and I'll just break my IPAs and whatnot. Yeah, I, mean? I actually did big, big you up in a, a previous podcast because we were talking about um, <laughs> about uh, when when you you stay. We were staying at my house in Manor House years ago, mm. and we were out in the garden, and um, and we were like, "Fucking hell, man! Shoreditch has, has changed." We're talking about Hackney's changed. It's all these hipsters, man. Fuck. And then we both looked at each other and went. Oh my God! You're 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 a rapper that, that, that's running his own label. It was us. And then and I was I was out in a garden doing like gardening, wear, <laughs> yeah. wearing a pink uh, Dale Winton supermarket sweet jumper. Wow. And we were like, that is us. 
Wow, you we were just, those guys, man. We, 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 that we, was can, we, we, we you know, we, we contributed. Oh, no, yeah. definitely. We made our contribution. And um, well, listen, if he he's not going to promote it because his album is all about Theresa May. So yeah, <laughs> well, how does this? It, it, yeah, it is. I mean, I mean, what's the deal? I don't know. Am I, you am could, I speaking you live could, or in the future tense or this the past is, this tense? Is, or, this goes out what, next it, week. So you can you can. So say, I'm like, it's out now. You Go and buy the album. But then people the album added mystery. People may listen to this in a year's time. If you listen to it in a year's time, still cop the album. Still cop it. It's, please. It's been a year. It's been a year. There's only two it's copies two, sold. Two sales. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. So Let's it's, hope not. So it's Y and R. It's Y and R. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. To just keep. I was, yeah. I was. Um. I, I kind of knocked on a couple of doors. I did think. You know. Let me see what's out there on a the label flex, but it just makes it just made sense. It didn't mm. make you know, it just made sense to keep it keep building. Yeah. Um so but you know, I'm I'm dealing with the workload of it right now, like yeah. juggling yeah, juggling plates and wearing all the different hats and just trying to keep it moving. But yeah, it's why nice a strong look. Butcher, Great. um beat butcher, co executive producer, mm-hmm. kinda helped me just kind of focus on a bunch of tracks and really kind of build mm. like the sonic kind of identity of the album yeah and then because I, I, I was kind of more focused on trying to take it in a concept direction with like the content of the songs yeah. so it was a good dynamic kind of push and pull because yeah. you know butcher is like the ultimate hater yeah. he hates everything <laughs> yeah. it's all whack yeah. so you know, in a way, it was, you know, not only did it get rid, you know, it kind of got through a lot of demos that were like, all right, you know, you're going through like 40, 50, 60 tracks and he's mm. just like, I don't know whether there's even an album in all these recordings. Yeah. But then once I started fighting for, so, you know, because sometimes it'd be a song, they'd be like, no, nah, I'm not feeling, I'd be like, no, nah, I have to use this. So then you yeah. fight for it and then you try and make the song as, uh, you know, get the approval, get it yeah. up to a certain level, standard of production and yeah. whatnot. So, um, yeah, you know, we, we it's, it was like, it was one, it was another, like, Blood, Sweat and Tears album. Yeah. It was like, every time I do an album, I say this, like, I want to just make an album in a controlled environment, in a mm. controlled, like, amount, amount of time, yeah. time, space, and with a certain, it never really works never out like, like that, that, you no. know, so... But also because you end up dragging songs, I know personally, like for my years, new album, yeah. yeah, songs that I made three years ago are on this album At because least, yeah. because they're just you they they fit in perfectly. It doesn't matter when they're made if the vibe is right and it, you know it's meant to be there. Sometimes it's just it's a feeling more than anything else. Yeah, they go more. I think yeah, songs emotion. as well that are out now probably generally unless you're like Khaled or mm. Drake or someone like they've generally been around on a computer for like a couple years. Yeah. Anyway, definitely pretty like normal. People yeah. might not say it, but yeah, yeah, they've definitely lived a little bit. Because a lot of people that may not know that obviously you are a, a, a ridiculous songwriter, real talk, pr- yeah, producer. yeah, drop, drop, definitely drop, no, drop, no, but you, you but drop, not. yeah, drop science on this because people would need to know, man. It's, it's very important. Like, so you've, you've produced and written for a lot of very successful people. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, go on, yeah, go on. Now's the time. Of, this is what you need to drink. Yeah, just I'm lucky, man. That's so it's Emily he's keep, Sande, of he's course. Keep, he's keeping it Kendrick Lamar yeah, humble yeah. right now. <laughs> he's keeping it real. Yeah, Emily, um, Sam Smith, 
few other sort of few other minor artists mm. he probably didn't really <laughs> it's like pop music but yeah, I didn't yeah. start making pop music but okay so you, where did you where did you start out what kind of vibe did you start with I just wanted to make Jay Diller beats really yeah. for like 10 years and then yeah I decided that I'm not Jay Diller and I'm just gonna you know it's it's a tough realisation we've yeah, done yeah. like the shittest Jay Diller <laughs> yeah. ever heard like out of key bass lines and shit but <laughs> But yeah, yeah, we all we all deal with that. Um, and so, at what point did you go? Fuck it, I just need to because you're in a duo as well. Yeah, it's not just me. I work with a guy called Harry Craze, who's like okay. sick. Like he was part of sort of early dubstep mm. and like anti-social. I don't know if you heard of them, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all part of that movement, and yeah, he's super, super sick, man. I think he felt sorry for me, to be honest. Like, did he felt sorry for me working in Foot Locker and help me out? <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, he brought me on his journey. Sick. But then he stopped getting discount on the on the Yeah, yeah. Crips. Uh, I still got like, the plug. Nah, I still got the plug. Nah, yeah. Shit. <laughs> I've still got a bad habit, yeah. Damn. So so what point so so people just do nothing obviously came about quite a few years now and we we spoke yeah, on the podcast to Sebra and asked him about it separately. But it's it's quite interesting to get a take from the third angle. Yeah. Um so for you, like what did it mean to you when it began and, and kind of what were your hopes for it? The idea just came from us fucking around in my bedroom and like yeah we like i just got an, a few i got a remix opportunity basically mm. and done that and then like my friend was working at a label and he was like i want to manage you i didn't even know what a manager was and then i still don't yeah <laughs> and then um yeah then i just kept getting more and more opportunities and then steve and Seeper and everyone wanted to film these ideas and then yeah it's kind of simultaneously but then one of the tunes that we made in the bedroom uh emily sunday the tune heaven like obviously yeah kind of popped off and changed my life a bit no yeah. doubt but then it's kind of like they kind of started to move at a similar time yeah so it all kind of organically kind of turned a bit mad. But that's dope that yeah. it started out as a, as, a, as a bedroom situation. Like, and that's also inspirational for a lot of people knowing that. Yeah, man. You know? It's like, obviously when you first do something like that, people like your friends and stuff give you their opinions and generally they're like, yeah, it's all right. But Fuck those people. Yeah, but the risk is what it's about. And yeah, obviously exactly. that changed everything. Like even music, whatever, you just got take that risk in it yeah I, I think right now we're at a point with with music with everything that the stuff coming out of people's bedrooms is as good as if not better than yeah you man. know all these people in these fucking ridiculous studios definitely and, and it's so important to encourage every single fucking kid out there oh, that duh. wants to do it oh, knowing duh. that you can make a hit record with yeah made next have. to me in my bedroom in like a shithole in yeah. uh, flat in brentford like damn yeah o- obviously they got choirs and shit on it but the yeah. bones of it in the was, bedroom yeah no, okay. yeah the whole <laughs> yeah. choir bringing yeah, them up the stairs yeah, yeah. broken yeah bring them up the stairs <laughs> no. on the 10th floor shit was it all these experiences that kind of you know it, that came and inspired the, the corrupt fm stuff because no it's early like just growing up in brentford really and like going on pirate radio and stuff mm. like that with with steve and yeah. other friends and stuff like that yeah. was yeah, probably did, the main. End. Did you know like how mu- how much of a common experience 
in terms of for how it would speak to other people because for me straight away it was like HFM. anyone even before I mean yeah I mean you, 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 this guy trying to hot me up and, <laughs> and, and, I didn't say that yo yeah. but on the real like even before that I mean not even necessarily on a hip hop tip but just mm. the general the culture of mm. pirate growing up you know I thought we all grew it. up around it from being yeah. from London like it's you you but know, I'm like, talking about I'm saying this from an outside of London perspective even yeah. though because I, I've seen it in you know places like Huddersfield Manchester mm-hmm. Leeds it still was totally relatable yeah I d- uh, do, uh, did you have any no, like, did, I you d- didn't think about it just like it's a no. London thing or it's yeah. even it's a West London thing or how yeah. did you I see I thought it was it? a London thing definitely because yeah. like you know obviously there's, there was pirates we used to tune into to get the tapes from like yeah. South and East and stuff like that but yeah, I didn't really realise, man, until mm. we started to do festivals mm. that kids from like Bristol or yeah, 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 Nottingham, right, and all those areas, yeah. yeah, they would tell me that that that's what they done when they grew like grew up and stuff, mm. and then I was like, I mean, some of them places is this they kind of it's kind of still like that, yeah, you know? yeah, you know, it's not actually that far. How how do, how does how does that compare to you? Because obviously. Uh, You've you've been touring for for many many years around these like towns that aren't London that all these yeah, places yeah, that are forgotten yeah, yeah. about and and you know do <laughs> yeah. you, yeah, you just part off the whole country yeah. <laughs> these places around they're not hey, London there's London and then about. there's small London and yeah. there's some other place that looks them like other, London yeah, this guy typical, and, um, typical <laughs> London I only no but how how do you feel that these him. these people you know that there's so many people that definitely that relate to especially to your music when they you know, you get. I've been there. I've DJed for you in, so, in a yeah, couple yeah, yeah. places as well, I mean, so I've seen I, it. I guess it's the same thing, isn't it? Because it's just like if you if you're you're speaking about things that are, or you're speaking from a perspective that is kind of true to you, that you're also not taking yourself too seriously and able to laugh at it a little bit or mm. see the duality of it. Yeah, that's common to any you know kids anyway also I think that sometimes people forget like I'm saying it's still like that in certain places mm-hmm. so people can like write it off in, especially in transistor L- radio but especially and- no but I'm right for <laughs> real but, but like especially in London people kind of write stuff off quickly yeah. where yeah. they'll be like oh yeah but you know your fans are all however old now especially if you've been doing it from a certain mm-hmm. era but it's like yo this still this is this is just youth music this is just is what it is it's it's rock and roll. It's just part of the common cultural mm. landscape now. Yeah. They used to think that we were some kind of niche yeah. thing. And in a way, that's what a lot of it's about. A lot of the perspective we speak from, whether it's like in the music or with like like the show, it's, mm. it, it's kind of like, look at Doc, for example, Doc's mm. show where he was showing you this perspective of coming from this rap thing that didn't quite fit in. Mm. Mm. But now look at where he is and he's speaking on it. It's like, these are becoming mainstream narratives now. Yeah. You know, this kind of narrative of, we used to be this niche thing. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. We were looked at like this, but yeah. really like now we're here talking about like, we might actually be getting people into office and that kind of thing. Yeah. It, it's real, you know, we're in the information age. So I, f- I feel things circulate though. And when they circulate, they get bigger and bigger. Like, no doubt. Especially yeah. with like... I can talk from garage. Like yeah. now, it's a, it's certified at every festival. Like, yeah. It used to just be drum and bass and reggae. Yeah, like that you'd find in just every tent. But now it's drum and bass, reggae, garage, grime. Yeah, and the same with like UK hip hop as well. Like you you see that there's a big like presence of it at mm-hmm. most festivals as well. Yeah. yeah. 
it's crazy how it was uh, the, the whole UK rap, UK hip hop thing is is turned full circle. You must have seen it now. Like it was such a dirty word. Like it, it yeah, was but such it, a. It just twists and turns though. Yeah. Don't it? I don't know if it's as simple as you know full circle. I can see what you're saying though, but yeah. it just. Because you still, you're still not a, fa- you're not a fan of grime. You're not a grime guy, like or, or you. It's not even that I'm not a fan of grime. I just felt like I've took objection to the way the media treated it, as if if it's new, like no new, one had ever yeah. rapped before. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, like, like black kids in a hood in England had never got on the mic and spit bars until Wiley made a record. Mm. I thought that was just a massive injustice to like but not, yeah. not e- only, even for them like, they I weren't think, even sure no, when Wiley think, made a record you know right. they didn't even know but, about that but you know well, what, or, but you, you feel uncomfortable yeah. or put on a rave or when got on yeah. radio or whatever you know I don't know the history like that to say this is the marker point yeah but all I know is hold up you know but, but I think people always see that stance coming from me as oh but they're like these rap guys and they're bitter because they didn't have the type of media platform but it, I mean in a way we kind of did mm. but it's the nature of the media platforms how something's yeah. new that, that, so last year shit is old mm-hmm. this is yeah. what we're selling this year so we'd kind of already seen it but also anyone who actually is a mu- like a music nerd like I'm a music geek like yeah. so how are we going to pretend that none of these other records ever came out and I'm not talking about my scene I'm talking about records that was charted yeah, in like the eighties and nineties, London Posse from that just were to, rap, to begin rap, with. You know, you could go. There's so many examples that you could go. So that was really all it ever was with me. And so mm. I think people like, it's not like I don't. Obviously, I'm a fan of rap. So to yeah. me, I'm like that's rap. Oh, that's the other thing I always stood by was the rest of the world. As time mm. passes, are just going to see this as UK rap. Yeah, yeah and now yeah, what yeah. do people call it? They call it UK rap. I know it's hilarious, yeah. right? <laughs> do do they not? But you know, so it's yeah. kind of like, and then I'm sitting there thinking, what? And people thought I was hating for saying that kind of thing, but I'm like, to a mainstream audience, they don't mm. know the difference between Twister rapping and like beat nuts rapping. I'm just going yeah, to use yeah, some yeah. '90s examples. They don't know the difference. So mm. why are they going to know the difference between? Flip tricks rapping and mm. you know Stormzy rapping. It's rapping. It's a kid yeah. rapping. It's yeah, a guy yeah. rapping. You're yeah. gonna start getting into breaking that people down demographically, yeah. which is what they started to do as well. Yeah. And that just undermined a whole heap of unity that we actually have in this country and exactly. that we have. So again, I was never blaming Grime for that, but I'm like, yo, the way the media are treating this is mm. kind of mm. backwards. It's kind of, kind of, you know. And then also, I feel like. It was it kind of just got political yeah. because I might say, "Yo, they're treating it in a way that's racist," and then people be mm-hmm. like, "What racist?" Because what racist to white people? I'm not racist to black people because yeah. this is a very one-dimensional representation well, of and young it, men, and, it, and it's the same. The it's the same thing. They're not how, only on our arms. Uh, yeah. So where's the other? It, it's all shifted now it's because a, people had to understand that that was never really coming from the music. That was coming from what people give a platform yeah. you know like someone I had a conversation with someone recently they were gunning some pop artist for like saying oh the song was derogatory to women or whatever and I was like I have no doubt that it is mm. but that's the song that the label said we want this to be the single and we want this to be you know you can't mm. just come at the artist 100% it's a system it's an entertainment industry Yeah, there are things you know it's if you can package something in an easily understandable 
way and mm. often that's kind of derogatory because mm. you give people a simplified version of something you know what I mean so even, even watch I watched the Whitney Houston documentary last night uh, and it was really interesting to see that um, very early on in her career she had a manager and her t- uh, producers uh, speaking about it and that her label were like no no you can't have uh, anything too black on this album right, right. like no 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 you need to make like white music and so anything that they would take out like to, and, and play to the label that no 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 you need more janice joplin yeah, more mean, whatever and then and they said no nah, what we and he was like what they meant by that is anything that sounded too a little bit like george clinton or anything like that funk. too much <laughs> funk and they're like the opposite music and the entertainment industry and all of this it reflects the wider society so mm, yeah it's how you know it's always going to be the picture's changing every day if you yeah. know what i mean yeah especially with the internet and all yeah. of that stuff now it's just so quick everything's just yeah. so disposable yeah, and and I think it's like a major, it's like a challenge now because you can't where where these kind of gatekeepers have maybe like had this narrow kind of view, and that's the only they can only they're only getting perspective from a certain amount of kind of alternative platforms mm. that are maybe big enough to make it impact. Yeah, but now it's like it's so it's so free for the kids to. Mm get online and present themselves in whatever way they want yeah that a lot of those kind of social stereotypes have to like you just I, I just hate the word urban i hate that shit that that always got to me back in the day i was like why the what the fuck how can you i heard somebody recently saying that um an artist a certain artist and that their manager was describing them as urban jazz and i thought but wait a minute how <laughs> Sorry, where did what is jazz rural? Like jazz, jazz is like countryside music. Like, yeah, do you know what jazz is? Like, how does so what weird. is uh, so? I don't know, but it's whatever's gonna like make somebody because punk music is urban. Yeah, I mean, what's you know, it's so it's ridiculous, bro? I'm gonna put my album as electronic on fucking electronic iTunes. country. Fuck this shit, yeah. <laughs> Medieval Electro country Bro step Jazz mm. Urban jazz folk, folk step Do you um, So when you're, when you're writing Do you ever have to Consider this shit Do people come to you And go we need you know, We need uh, suburban uh, folk step On yeah. this one mm, Cool skeptic Fucking dickheads That come in Who've had like a I don't know Some sort of brainstorm <laughs> And decide that they want Their person to sound like Lauren Hill Slash Kanye Or whatever Sing. All that shit But like And they don't even want that really They don't know what they want man They just want a banger Like brainstorms yeah it's it's all that we just do whatever man like it's it's not that deep it's just you just gotta make something good have you had some really like difficult interactions with some a&rs like what's been your kind of weird or even the artists themselves what's kind of been the weirdest thing Mm. you've come up you you don't have to name the the artist one artist washed the nando's chicken (laughs) wow So you, t- you told us this before we started recording, but Jess oh, that hadn't heard this story. So tell tell us a little bit. <laughs> Just about- a big American uh, <laughs> urban singer. Yeah. Um, wow. She asked wow. the uh, assistant engineer, assist, the you know the the helper dude, mm. to the helper dude. To, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm part of them anyway. Like I feel like I shouldn't <laughs> be in there. Like they make you feel like a helper. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he had to wash her Nando's because she 
was like, <laughs> it sounds like a you euphemism. watched that, right? <laughs> it sounds like a euphemism for something else, isn't it? Yeah, like what he it's had to what? So all of the flavor, like, of everything, it, the fries, everything. Like, no, just the chicken. Just just, the chicken. just wash the spice off. I, I yeah. <laughs> was she like? Is I she, don't know. She man. just likes bland food. Is she from Barnsley or something? Uh, wow. No, nah, she had that she's vibe. Not from Barnsley. <laughs> right. She's not from Preston. She, it was weird, man. She had like a. No Pimp husband to... vibe. It was wow. a lot. Yeah. Was like, he your manager as well? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Husband manager. Wow. Vibes. Hanager. Hanager, Hanager. yeah. yeah. Had all that shit, man. Sessions are awkward with people you don't know. Yeah. Like or that you Washed, what, what, like where did, did she you... add I don't sources know. after? No, nah, just you, try. Were you not were you, were you like not trying to figure it out? Like I just want to understand the logic. I was fascinated. I was like, I'm gonna come with you and, and watch you, you wash it. And now yeah. and break it down. Yeah, we just he just <laughs> washed, washed was it. There, was there fairy liquid involved? No, no, like a like a scrubbing no. brush? Just like, hands, just hands. No, no gloves. scouring. No, no, no. No, no marigolds. Little, little rinse, yeah. No, and no then in the marigold. kitchen foil. No, not kitchen foil. Kitchen roll. Dry it no, off. Patted it dry. Yeah, patted. It. Patted. Gave wow. it a little pat down and this mysterious R and B singer who's mm. had many many hit records. Yeah. She's just about that life. Yeah. I'm just, I'm so, so, so t- I mean, there must have been more them, awkward scenarios because you worked with a lot of, you know, a lot of people, a lot of records that have been on the fishing, radio. Fishing out here. You know what? Come on now. We've had some, some fucking uh, scoops here on the Thanks for Trying mm, podcasts. Nothing really weird. Like just having sessions with people we don't know is just mad awkward sometimes. Like man. Sam Smith's really a lizard. No, he's actually proper jokes, man. Oh, like, sick. I wish he was a lizard. <laughs> yeah, he's a sick one of the lizard people. Yeah, he's a sick guy. Um, some people that are really like sick and inspiring, you're like, well, I need to step my game up and stop wanting to yeah. go home early and shit. That is, that's all I want to do in sessions. I was say, you just want to go home early. And then, I, and then my studio is in my room. Yeah. So all I want to do is literally just go to sleep. While people are there, but, 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 but out. luckily, because he can't go home, he's still there. He's trapped. He's I'm forced trapped. to step his You're game trapped. up. You got to bounce that shit going off. Home. Yeah. So, but otherwise, he just wouldn't. You got to do the fake yawn, man. Otherwise, yeah. oh my god, need a few techniques. Tap the watch. I don't yeah, have to do the fake yawn. Well, I've do. got some got some stuff to do. Yeah, I don't really have anything <laughs> to do. <laughs> Nah, I just don't want a session to last longer than 25 minutes. Yeah, man. Wow. Just get in, like, get in. McDonald's. Put the bars down. Put the this bars down all and about get out. Happy meals. Strictly. I've had a guy, um, I've, yeah, horrible, like, you know, big American exec guy who, mm. like, does loads of horrible shit, like, flow rider. I'm baiting right. him up. Oh, no, that's oh. fine. Yeah, just say he wants a tune with, like, a theme of youthful exuberance oh, and shit yeah. like that. Okay, yeah. that's nice. Horrible, horrible stuff. Like, Yeah, I mean, A&Rs are just the worst. Uh, I think we've all experienced them in, yeah, in, in many forms. You know, I, I think there's, there's part of that, that idea that if you can afford to do an unpaid internship for that long Jeez. to get a position like that, yeah, yeah. then you're probably going to be a cunt and you're probably oh. going to have come from money. Yeah. So that's what's good about now is that like you don't have to come from like, you know, a rich family to mm. make music. It's easier to be able to like get your stuff on Spotify and shit like that. So people see through it a little bit more as well. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Which is, you know, definitely a bonus of our times. Like if you're, if you're not legit, if you, you don't have that, that whiff of authenticity. Yeah. You can sniff people are not, that's probably the wrong word, but stupid anymore. Like cause of all of these things, you can find that shit out. Are you, are you, are you going to, are you going to be doing like a, a a producer project? Yeah. Got a few like things, undercover things that are out, like that I've been involved in. Oh really? Yeah. Like, 
uh, exclusive. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even that. I just don't think people give a shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, there's like uh, a band. Me and my friend are in. Like, okay, it's not really a band, but right. we want to be a band. <laughs> Called Isle of Indigo. We got one tune on SoundCloud. That's Sick. it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it. Really. Are, are you playing? What is it? Is it a full band? Like you? You nah. want a guitar up in there? No, I can't play anything. I'm just uh, on Logic. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The best instrument there Logic is. Nine as well. Yeah, I'm on Logic Nine as well. Man. But now, like, I got asked to do this um, this thing where uh, for some magazine about show shows around your studio. Could you be? You know, could you do this? And I'm like, could, could you? Please, no, could you, I don't think could I could. Could you please not be wear more than like boxer shorts and socks, please? If oh, we do this, fuck. yeah. That's. That stops me from doing everything no but it's like i don't really have that much equipment you know to be a producer and a writer in this day and age you don't, don't need, need that much equipment so it'd be very boring i've got a fucking keyboard a synth a keyboard uh my laptop my mic and my preamp and i, I don't do it nothing else you don't need you don't need it I don't need it nah you know just need ideas but it looks cool when you got loads of shit no it looks yeah. really cool i'm really envious yeah my ego loves that shit i love being in a big studio yeah. and feeling important for like 20 minutes and then you realize that this it you sounds do, really shit then you realize that you're literally just using like the headphone jack from the laptop yeah it's just going straight to the speak like it's all being and the engineer doesn't yeah. know how to set the mic up no. properly and shit and it's all just hectic oh, i've been in those studios where yeah. the engineer has no fucking clue and i'm like i'm just, just gonna ha- let's take this session to my house they hire them in for the day anymore. and stuff like they're yeah. not sometimes anyway and we're, nice. we're actually better engineers than most engineers. Oh, I'd never let them touch anything, man. It no. turns mental. Yeah. No. Can you mix? Yeah. I've had some like records just ruined by engineers that supposedly have had like top 10 hits. Top 10. Yeah. No, 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 thank you. Fuck that noise. Yeah. Um, so just, I want to actually, before we go for the, uh, the halftime break half-time. for the piss break, um, I want you to actually tell me some one, you, you don't play the noise record, one no. serious <laughs> point about, about your album. A serious point. When is it out? That's, that's quite an important point. By the time, yeah, when people are hearing this, it's out. Oh so shit. It's out now in the future Sick. which Cop is the past shit. which is now fucking hell it's out is it your favourite album that you've done it's the best album ever made mm. in the history of any rap related genre of music another one another, another one. one is it better than DJ Khaled's latest album better than ooh yeah. mm, that's come on he makes yeah. the come best on. albums ever he though. does I still 85 <laughs> tracks of course it's better than DJ Khaled's album that's does he <laughs> does he produce those records I don't know, man. I, his, his, I don't his care. Son is <laughs> I just love him, man. I don't watch his Snapchat. All I care about yeah. is whether or not he gets to the yacht. Like, if he's lost on his yeah, jet ski, yeah, yeah. I'll just hope his phone battery doesn't die and he can make it to the... Yacht alert. That's, yacht alert. You know what I mean? I don't want to yeah. see that brother get eaten by a shark or any kind of yeah. marine wildlife. I don't wildlife. want any harm to come to Khaled. I don't Khaled. want any harm to come to no, Khaled, same, man. man. Yeah, Lil Khaled nice. needs him. He's good for humanity, man. He's we need a Khaled. He is. And you know what? He actually paid his dues back in the day. Yeah. A fucking, oh, yeah. No, no, he, you know, he DJ, he did, shit. DJ yeah, he, on radio. He on, fucking, yeah, he was on, great. All not, I do is win. All right, we're, we're going to go now for the piss break and we'll be back mm. for part two of the Thanks for Trying podcast. One fan. Sorry, we're back on the Thanks for Trying podcast. Let's do the shot. <laughs> Let's do the short tradition. Let's cheers. Cheers to you. Thank mm. you for coming. Cheers to you. Mm. With yeah, your man. Thing. Salute. Right. I'm not having a shot, but I'm pretending. 
It's beautiful. Oh. Van Damme. Mm. All right. Okay. It's, it's tradition now. I'll have a it's line just... of cat. Get <laughs> <laughs> weird. Another one. Another one. Another one. Huh. <laughs> So while we were off air as well, I feel like, yeah, I know that we're repeating this, but I feel it's quite important for people to know that you actually went to see Jest. Yeah, man. 17 years old, Brighton, front row, just me and loads of chicks going mad for you. Wow. I was one of those chicks. The good old days. Yeah. I was, uh, was going to offer you. The operation came a couple of years later. Yeah, and here he is today. A lot of hormones and problems <laughs> so and I'm here. Yeah. Hormones and problems. Yeah. The album. The album. The, album. We're coming the mixtape. Another one. <laughs> That's deep. Yeah, no, I'm, I see, I told you I was going to say that now I couldn't act really nonchalant and unsurprised. I know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. But it makes you really happy though. Well, at the time, mm. when he actually said it, I actually, you know, started uh, you dancing. Thought I was did a, a little, piece of shit back I then. I did a little jig. What era, what era was this? I would have thought you were a piece of shit back then. We could have glossed over that one, but no, it was too good. shit muncher away from me. Why? Why? You had you had a bag of girls with you. You were just in front of No, I wasn't with the girls. Oh. No, no. You were just on your own. It was just me and there were girls trying to grab you and I was wow, I was wow. those days how times have changed Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> how dare you how dare you whoa yeah, yeah. fucking up what era what era what was <laughs> what was his hit you see this what, what was, was his hit the single was it ice ice baby it was what, one, what era was it was the one I did with Rick Astley <laughs> yeah. that year yeah, that banger, yeah <laughs> Okay, cool. You were going on like women don't try to grab me on stage anymore. <laughs> no, no, how I, dare I, I you? How dare I, you? I, you know what I mean? I'm, uh, I'm regularly groped. I just regular. get dudes who want, to, want oh, me to smoke God. zoots at their house and play FIFA. <laughs> so big up those dudes. And man. you, because you, you were talking about the Corrupt FM shows, how you get a lot of kind of interesting fans and fan offers. All sorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's main, With me, it's mainly dudes that want to smoke weed with me and right. like hang out and play FIFA with them. Right. But, you know, the others get girls and all that who's stuff. Get, who's getting all the girls? Let's beat the combine. We're going who's in there. the girls? Steve. Steve's is, he could do, but he's got girls. Right? You know, he's a good guy. Quite um, mysterious. I think we've, we, like, not me, but they've all had their moments, man. Right. Yeah. Political. is on on like men's magazine covers nowadays. Like he's real, really. He's got a girl now, but he's a a symbol. He's he's always been a sex symbol. He's like Segal top half, bottom half mob deep. Come on, it's irresistible. And like old mob deep, classic mob deep, baggy, just everything. Tim's all that. Yeah. Damn. So what? So the, you get people asking to you. They want you to play FIFA with them. They want so me they to want go back to, to their go... house and smoke weed, basically, and hang out. That's the general vibe. Bless them. I mean, it's kind of sweet in a way. Yeah, man. They want him to just do nothing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know what I mean? Smart. I had to say it. I had to Smart. Say it. I just want to do nothing with me. But that's what wow. it is, isn't it? It's like they want to live the the yeah. dream. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's real the fandom, aspiration. and that's yeah, that's got to be a beautiful thing because you got. You know, it's it's when it's it's eclipsed a certain point where you know that the, there's people, regular people. Yeah, it's surreal, man. Because I'm just yeah. a piece of shit like everyone else. So we, like, like we all are. Yeah. So yeah, it's mad. Yeah. But I still won't go back to your house and smoke weed and play FIFA. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm still above that. I'm a piece yeah. of shit, but I'm not that. Yeah, that's it. God damn it! Unless there's an appearance fee. Um, nah. Shit. Home appearances. Home appearances. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Bar mitzvah yeah. money. God, I've, I made I made a home appearance once. Did you? Because my uh, jacket had gone missing from the venue. <laughs> oh and, um, shit! We had to go had get to that shit. Go and get the jacket. Was it an Averex? 
It wasn't, sadly. Uh, if it had been Averix, I would have been even more... Deep. Uh, well, do deep you know, it was it. the fact that it had my house keys and my wallet and that, it was yeah, really yeah, the yeah. issue more than the jacket. If Why I do I feel like that. I remember this scenario? It was a bizarre scenario, man. Like actually going to some kid's house randomly with the promoter and getting let in by his dad at like... Did and having st- his dad like go and get him out of his... It was the most bizarre and surreal. Did he steal the jacket? Yeah. What? Wow. The night, you know, sitting there, it was just bizarre. It he stole so bizarre. the jacket. It was really like something out of a Did he steal it because it was cold or because he wanted your jacket? No idea. But That's I needed to get back up. into my house when I went. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't need to go back to his dad's Kil- house. Kilburn or wherever it was at the time I was living and be stood in the street when I got back. So there, what did like, he say to when you came to his he door? Was, he was in a kind of weird state of denial and his his old man was kind of acting like it was something that was like a regular like Right. So he had a wardrobe full I of don't jackets. No, it was just bizarre. And then like the, the promoter and, and like because his the, the pops wasn't really like he was so weirdly lethargic about how we dealt with it. Mm. And the promoter started trying to like parent the kid, it was a bit weird. The promoter was like, you shouldn't have took... I was just like... So how did they know that he took out of here? It was bizarre, man. But how did they it, know that know. it was him that took the jacket? Sorry, this is very interesting to me. There's no, a lot of logistics yeah, here. Yeah, we, well, we kind of had to kind of Work stop people leaving the uh, venue and then... And, someone snitched. Know, someone snitched. <laughs> you know, the rest is... It was all a ploy. It's, we have methods. We got the snitch, man. Yeah, you know what I mean, you never know. Shout the plug. Yeah. Persuasive methods. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean. like Suge Knight methods. Mm. Well, you can't. Like, you got to get. You, you know, I had to get back into my house. Like, it wasn't <laughs> one of them. It wasn't like a luxury item. Like if someone had come and jacked something from the rider, or yeah, you know, or, the you cashews, know, whatever. Mm. The cashews they can call. They yeah, can have the nah, cashews. Someone well. getting stabbed if they steal the cashews, man. Fuck that. Wow, I remember that next time I'm around your green room yes, you like, can. So, so I everything. just reach out for a handful of cashews and you, just no, lose a finger like, you, can, you can have my jacket you can have my keys wow. just don't touch my cashews my man fuck yeah. that's I mean yeah, you must that, yeah. that's the closest to like the going and playing there was no playing FIFA but literally sitting on the couch could have could have mm. had a quick game of FIFA while we waited I might actually do it one time. I think you should do it. You should should scare someone and actually take them up on the offer. Do they want every member of Corrupt FM to go around? Or just you? Yeah, probably, yeah. Probably they mainly want your buddy G at all times. Right, right, right. I'm sure he would be a big hit. All of you (laughs) just to move in. Yeah, yeah. How would how are these festivals for you? Because I've spoken to Sipa and... and, Surreal, man. Yeah, Yeah, like, I think these people... like why the fuck are they paying us these ugly freaks to dance around for an hour 45 or whatever yeah brilliant it's surreal man it's so good though yeah i don't know much of it as possible (laughs) hey i saw brixton academy that was fucking amazing yeah it was it's fucking just mad to be honest man like Every time is surreal, like yeah. And and how was it? You won the BAFTA as well, so like that must have been a ridiculous uh, feeling. Like an uh, yeah, man. I went quiet for about an hour afterwards. Yeah, but yeah, it was just fucking mad. Just being like near Louis Theroux and the God, Phil from EastEnders and shit like that. Like other God, (laughs) it's like what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah, it's mad, man. Yeah. I feel they had to reach a quota or something. Like, yeah. we're just part of that. But it's still sick. <laughs> oh, like, the urban quota. Yeah, we hit the urban quota yeah. button, at, like, a little bit. And, uh, yeah. 
You're just urban enough, kid. Just D- enough. You're yeah. just urban Did you know enough. before you had to go up on stage? No, no. Everyone was saying we're not going to get it. There's something yeah. called Fleabag. I've never seen that. I haven't seen wins it, but everything. it's had... Uh, yeah, like it's meant to be reviews, good, yeah. yeah. Um, so that wins everything. So, yeah, I was just like thinking that was going to win. But I just liked the uh, getting picked up in a sick car at my house. Yeah. Getting a... Ted Baker gave us suits and shit. So sick. I felt important for like... A bit, <laughs> yeah. No, it's sick. Man. Until, and like, when you went up, got there. smashed, wrecked the suit. Until we got there, and I was like, oh. I always imagine the walking up to the stage because we, we had the last guest we had on the last episode was Georgina Campbell, and she won the BAFTA Best Actress the year two two years ago, and she did the same thing. She said she had no idea that it was going to be her, and when it was called, it was like it's freaking out. Like, how do you? Yeah, well, we cut, they kind of had a plan just in case. And then, mm. like, because we were with Ash and he's in a wheelchair, couldn't actually yeah. get on the stage quickly. So we had yeah. to, like, fill the time. And where's the award now? I didn't get one. Oh, There's only three. Beef. There's only three. So, like, yeah, I had to give it to the people that probably deserve it more than me, like Steve and the producer, John and Ash. So, right. yeah, it's all good, though. That's kind, man. That's really kind. They could at least make you one of those like sketch ones. They could, you know. Yeah, they, no, you get a certificate. Charcoal. I think you get a certificate. Take a photo of it. Yeah, yeah, I've got a photo. Great, <laughs> that's yeah. important. You yeah. can put Fundamental that up in the toilet. Piece, I've yeah. got a UMA that I stole um, from uh, from an act that I won't name publicly. Yeah, not really but, the same, uh, is it? It's not. It's not the same. Right, but it's, it's there anyway. I basically I put a sticker over the top of the the bit with na- a name on it, and I've just wrote "skeptic best guy ever." That's that's what you want, man. So that's pretty much yeah. You're that's killing as good it as, as well, a BAFTA, man. right? We're all award winners here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. One day you can make it to his level. I'm ready, You man. can be the best please, guy ever one day. Please help me. Shit. He'll show you, it's fine. You must have won awards in your time. <laughs> Come on, you must have won. Yeah, no love. I feel like Falling Down was so well received for everything. Yeah, I mean, you know, apparently so. It's a great album. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, no, awards. I mean, no one's really giving out awards for the people getting awards. People are getting awards for kind of what I do, but not really what I mm-hmm. do. Do you know what I mean? So they got a wood plaque somewhere in Camden. Shit. Sick. In like, yeah, in the in the underworld somewhere in the, in the <laughs> Where back Kung there. Fu used yeah. to be. Yeah, Kung probably. Fu, yeah. Should, like, go and check. There should be. I'm, Did I'm you go to them. Kung Fu back in the day? No, I didn't. Man. I was oh. too young and like, um, I was worried it might be a bit stabby. It was oh, never. It was so, Kung it was Fu so was never stabby. Yeah, it was really not that, man. We yeah. never went out to North ever when yeah. we were younger. Yeah, I don't know why. You were kind of I mean, north, though. yeah. They were, I mean, you know, like IKEA. Was was as far north as we go. <laughs> north, there was some crazy. You know, there was some crazy. You know, it's kind of a crazy place. But that mm. that we didn't pop up. You know, people nah, knew to hold it down. I wish I did go though. Like it was, you know. Iconic vibes. Icon alert. Icon. Yeah. And you know, I like Jazz Cafe. I ain't actually been back. I ain't been there since they've just, like, after many years, like, mm. refurbed it. And yeah, that's kind of crazy because yeah. that's, like, so much history there. Mm. I saw Slum Village there when I was younger. When Dilla was in mind. the wheelchair? No, I didn't get to see that one, man. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't go see to that either. But, you know, I saw Dilla, the plastic people, and that's crazy Oof. when that went, you know, and I was Oof. just thinking about that the other day, I randomly saw... I was like, damn. That was like my sort of... That was, I bet, yeah. Spot yeah, for yeah, dubstep as well. Yeah, like, it was sick, man. I loved it there. It's yeah. a shame. The, um, was it CDR? Plastic people was sick. Yeah, man, it's important, But it was quite... It was quite... 
it, it was quite abrasive. I remember because I was never into dubstep. Yeah. So going into plastic, I played no, two sets there. it was an ill sound was, system for, you know. You yeah, it was sick. Play, I played yeah, all vinyl, like rap there, set you know, once like, Yeah, it yeah. was sick. But it was, uh, yeah, it was a bit of, it was a bit much when dubstep was first starting out and I decided I didn't like dubstep from the okay, beginning. You made the decision. <laughs> I made the decision. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of like, it was a I mean, even probably still is like a space for a certain kind of hip hop. I oh, well, I mean, I say yeah. still is. It's not there, but that that kind of venue mm, it, yeah. it fills a space that like it needs to be accommodated. Like if you think about it, no, there wasn't really anywhere else for someone like a Dilla or a Madlib. The, the club scenes in a very it, it's a great place at the moment because there is so much hip hop. Like in one yeah. night, there's fucking a bunch of good. Yeah, nights no, I like to go that, to. man. That's interesting, but. You know, I was, that, I was that is that kind of like one of the things when you're referring to when you're saying, you know, about it coming in your mind, coming full circle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yet, but on the, on the flip side, there's one thing that's that's slightly missing for me that, I, that I've kind of said a lot is there's not really nights where I could go and play brand new music that no one knows. Right. And right. that that like when I, I played in India in January, and one of the best things about it was every gig that I played, I could play one a.m. in a club that's rammed and just play two hours of my own music mm. that no one knows. And if it's bassy as fuck, it's everyone's dancing. Yeah. And that's the one thing that's really missing from from clubs in in this country anyway i think people have a certain expectation though when they you know they're paying like i don't know how much it is to get into a club but like tickets like 25 pound 20 pound like you want it to be like fucking sick you want to hear the drake album back yeah, to back i want to hear the drake <laughs> I album hear the and drake i want to hear all that shit i don't want to hear yeah. some electronic bollocks i'm yeah. joking <laughs> i just want to just enjoy it but like yeah there's a freedom to that as a dj being able to play whatever the fuck but then also when i was younger i just liked just like just Baselines, not like wobbles, dubstep shit. Yeah. You know, like the real stuff. Yeah, I used to like proper appreciate that because man. dubstep evolved. Like it wasn't EDM, right? Like because nah. for I, people I, that, that I know about, are you, it. are you talking about the you know like early the, days, like, the DMZ, like yeah, the Mala, DMZ, Mala, all those guys. Yeah. yeah, that shit was good. Yeah, all that stuff was sick. Yeah, very. Serious. And then it just went very serious, fucking music, weird. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, but even like like even you know burial stuff was Oof. amazing, and uh, but actually within that scene that was kind of seen as being a little bit outside it and more yeah, something yeah. that was hyped by the media. But like to me that was a, a yeah, amazing a classic. Yeah. Fucking, he's a sick guy. Them, man. Them, people still don't know who Burial is, right? Well, they need to. Fucking he just put, no, him. I mean no, they, <laughs> he, he just put out <laughs> a new, he just put out a new record, but, and, but they, and it's basically like sound design. There's not really any mm. like. Beats but I mean, it. they still don't know who he is as a human being. Well, people know who he, he is. He done a picture, people didn't he? Because people is. were like he? saying he was um, all sorts of people. He just didn't that. court it. He didn't court the. He's not about that life. culture. Yeah. So who do. is he? Fuck knows. But he's, he's Banksy. Yeah, he's bank. He's part of Banksy's crew. Um, can anyone enlighten me on something that I saw very briefly flash up in 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 on the news, which was something about Banksy offering? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, right. Can what you, did he do? He, he, he basically offered uh, anyone in, was it just Bristol? Uh, anyone in Bristol, a, a, pri- a print, a free print, if they voted not Tory in Bristol. Oh, what, so you could vote anyone you other vote than anyone, Tory. You could vote anyone, just not Tory. And I'm guessing not UKIP as well. 
But like, it, you know, it, but uh, you then, never know. You never know. He you might never have been know. endorsing. Who knows? But then I think it backfired because well, you, the electoral committee said you can't. This is illegal. It's, it's so kind of to, he had bribery. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, understandable. It's a nice it, idea. But I thought, yeah, it did, it did make me think. Yeah, fair play, go on. That's got it, guy, yeah. 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 I, another thing I wanted to talk to you about while uh, I had you here is that because I was going through a bunch of my records, I got rid of loads of records recently. Minor, and minor hope. Well, this is it. I I <laughs> couldn't get no 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 I couldn't. Get rid Actually. of. I couldn't get rid of the UK classic UK rap records. I couldn't. I just. I couldn't do it. So all the ones that I've kept are the classics. You know, whether it be all the Universal Soldiers records, which is fucking classics. You know, wow. trilogy remix. Obviously, you know all of that shit. I've got fucking Wablo. You know, if if you know, they played that in my prom. Is it? Went it off. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a back. Listen, any if you out there, if you're not school prom, not that. I- <laughs> do you know what can I your American can school I just be pro. real like that actually that that was so big that it kind of got to the point where I actually forgot that the Black Rob record ever existed so this I should explain first for, I for really I, I'm, I'm not even saying that to be like on a hype hype I it, genuinely it forgot and it's important to note that like back in in the UK rap days a group UK called rap, Task rap, rap. UK, a rap crew called Task Force who are fucking incredible Force, uh, basi- basically Jeez, took salute. the instrumental of a a classic of a US rap record which was huge at the time and did uh, called Woe and did a dub of it it's called Wablo which at the time in in the area is you know you know it's like saying what's up so and is that is that that old that we have to explain you have Wablo? To explain do you have to explain you, it's got a lean inclusive audience okay you know, you know wow. you've got we to include to everybody Wablo. and uh this record was a very important you know it got printed on white label vinyl for the kids that don't know what that is <laughs> white label google vinyl. it and um, it was a dub and it was Records. fucking sick but to the point where all the pirate radio stations were just playing Wild Blow to the point where it was getting played at the prom mm. it was getting played I was it by oversized suit shoulder pads of fleek shelling it down Wild Blow damn looking like Zach Morris yes wow, a young look like a young me <laughs> looking a like young me looking like, like a an young 80s me. TV presenter <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> killing it frosted tips Wow, that's fucking deep. And also, a side note that I'm going to come back to that. Oh, okay, but I've got so my own I, tangent now. No, I because look, I've had a couple. Just... I've had a couple vodkas, and I want. I do want to come back to the, my re- me selling records. Tangent. But I've, you know, I I heard I've been listening to this podcast about uh, interesting TV conspiracy theories. Oh shit! And uh, I heard some shit about Saved by the Bell. I don't oh, know if you've gosh. heard about this. Oh, about the dude. Oh, no, this is about like, the, this fascinated me about Saved by the Bell. That apparently it's all a dream. It's all Zach's dream. It was all a dream. So basically there's, a, there's, there's this complete theory, yeah, that there was a, there was a TV show like I've called something like Miss Bliss or some shit like that. There was a TV show that came before starring uh, the guy that plays Zach Morris and he plays a character called Zach Morris so in, this, in this show. Is this le- like less a conspiracy and more like... An episode. No, this is a serious made. theory. Like, this, no, and this but is did very. They not make this as an episode. Like, oh, we've got to end the series. No, no, no. This came before Saved like... by the Bell. This is very. In- You're gonna like this. All right. So. Okay. My bad. So Sorry. in it, he's downtrodden. He's like not popular in school. The head teacher is this Miss Bliss woman who's like super funny, and she's the star of the show and everything. He's got AC Slater played by the guy that plays AC Slater hates Zach Morris he bullies him Screech is in it played by Screech and he's pretty much the same character right yep. that TV show got cancelled two years later Saved by the Bell comes out 
Zach Morris, played by the same guy, is in fucking Bayside. He's not the original show is in Idaho or some shit in the middle of nowhere. He's in California. This is crazy. Sorry, this is what and all of a sudden no, he's, he's the hero of the story, right? Wow. And so what this they're is saying, the theory, people, or the you're the- saying there was this other show? That, there, other that show actually happened. Oh, that existed. It existed. So basically, the the theme song is all about you know like waking up late, missing the school bus, yeah. da 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 da, and it's all about this kid Zach Morris, which is downtrodden, everybody hates, but and he's in class just drifting off because everyone hates him. Zach Morris is a working class hero. That's what. Then he wakes up by the bell, and he's wow. in a dream is which is going. saved by the bell. This is where you're going. I knew it was going to be some kind of Stanley Kubrick Orwellian yeah, yeah. type. It's very Alan Moore yeah, yeah, um, you know, how do you feel about that? If the whole um, say, but he that, stops time, man. Come on, I'm cool he with stops that. time in I'm the cool episode. I'm, I'm cool, cool with that. that because, like, sort of, yeah, I'm down. I hope it is that. I really hope it is that, man. That's just, it's just such a beautiful. I it just, makes me appreciate the show so much more. It's dark. <laughs> stop. You can't stop time, bro. Like. That's a dream. It's still going. No, I'm in it. I'm in it now. You can't get me out of it. 30 seconds ago, he's about to edit it out. No, look. No, he's, 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 the idea is I'm if in. he goes for long enough, then he, oh, no, I Keep have it to. In. No, I have to get it out now. If you're, if you're listening to the long. podcast at home and you're down with, with this, this whole idea, you know, just hit me up because I, I think it's quite a serious thing that we all need to talk about. Um, I, think it des- I think you should actually dedicate um, you, sh- you should source the correct guests mm. and actually do an entire um, investigation yeah. just on not even on like TV show conspiracies just on Saved by the just Bell just on Saved yeah. by the Bell I should get a collected dossier maybe of information I'm not sure who you could facts. get on that show though probably like, the guy that, that plays Zach no Morris. but I mean in, in real like, I mean is he I don't know if he's regularly available the other guy went yeah. a bit is he in your he's mad I was screeching he went a bit rapey didn't he yeah he did Poor yeah, yeah. He did. He um. Like, porn like star. He did the porno. On, yeah. He did the the hit. He Hitler the girl in the porno. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we've all got our niches. <laughs> I'll ask no more questions about uh, Just scenario. Google what, what Hitlering no, is if don't, you don't know just... fans at home. So, all right, back to UK rap. Um, <laughs> what I wanted to do. <laughs> so I was getting rid of and all the records. Notes. All of the records, but obviously kept all, 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 of, your, all, of, all of your records. You got rid um, of everyone's record except Universal Soldiers. And I, I think that's what you said. So it, I don't know whose other records you're cussing. I'm just going to get the vodka and, and brace I came, myself I came back round to Champions of Nature and then obviously onto High Plains Anthem, which how Jeez. do you feel about... That's what I wanted to ask is how do you feel about High Plains Anthem today? I actually genuinely had to seek kind of approval from those guys for that. That was like my dossier. Like that was my, you know, how I was thinking about stuff because I had like my mind set on a certain type of sound. Yeah. That I felt like Lewis in particular, Lewis Parker had that sound. Lewis Parker had that super, sound, super which is what he would call the golden sound. Mm-hmm. And people nowadays would say golden era rap, golden era hip hop, whatever. And um, Eva Led, I'd learned a lot about how to make beats mm. from Eva Led and using like the Akai the nine fifty and just. The, the kind of filter techniques that you were kind of hearing beat miners do. I was a big fan of the beat miners. So the way I was kind of trying to learn, I was just trying to get around the guys that I could like right now, who else can I learn from? And um, brain tax, God forbid me mentioning his name, but I've done it now um, was working with Lewis. Yeah. Like for me, the higher planes record, that was the point at which I felt like 
from the minute I knew Lewis was feeling the beat for the high planes and I would just say that real like, I can be real I was seeking approval yeah of course definitely it, man. and it was like well if this guy thinks it's ill because yeah. I'm this guy's got the beats as far as I'm concerned he's making stuff that really sounds like yeah you know or it, it, he sounds like his own thing mm. but just that had the kind of sonic quality where you can't tell me it's not bumping mm. the way the American stuff is which is what the argument at the time kind of was I mean it was a wishy-washy time for like people doing it's not like people haven't been doing hip-hop or doing rap records in the UK for years mm. but it was a bit of a time where there was a kind of like because really this is before So Solid dropped and things mm. like that that really changed the landscape and yeah. stopped I think it was within the music industry as well it was something Lewis was kind of an anomaly mm. Lewis was one of the few people that was out on Virgin yeah, that's right. Wow. Um, when really there was no rap, yeah, science and mainstream. Like it was kind of like they dabbled with it in the eighties or the early nineties, and they hadn't really made it hadn't really popped like other than a couple of artists like a Moni Love or whoever. Um, and it had kind of been washed, mm. or, like been swept off the yep. face of like the history books almost, and the, and the, you know, like we can't sell that yeah. because where do we sell it? We've got. I think the idea was that they felt like they had to sell it to Black America, and yeah, that they didn't think yeah. they could. Which is kind of funny when you look at what's happening right now. Mm. Yeah. In terms of the response. Yeah. To certain UK. Yeah. Of what is essentially UK rap, UK hip hop, some derivative of. Yeah, we yeah. We could call yeah. it grime. We could call it whatever. Road we, rap. Road rap. <laughs> I mean, my my the first UK rap record or the first record that I ever bought that I heard a. a British voice on was Mark being Blade because I heard it on on the radio, um, you know, and it was it was definitely more. It was a record that had more of a com commercial aspect to it because it, you know, so it was it was a definitely an accessible thing for someone that had only listened to yeah. Tupac. So I remember you know a tune with him and like Rizzo or something. Yeah, because like, you know yeah, yeah, Blade was on That's a record in my imagination. No, 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 and Mr. Tibbs was on there. Yeah, yeah, Skinny. Skinny Man yeah. was on there, yeah. But you know, you just made me think something about the Mark being Blade, the Unknown record. You literally, I hadn't crossed my mind until now, but in a lot of respects, the Loyal Karna, Yesterday's Gone yeah. album is kind of filling the kind of space that um, Mark being Blade, the Unknown, kind of filled at that time, mm. where it's, like you say, it's, it's making a, a kind of accessible inroad into a certain type of sound and yeah. a certain type of scene because that, re you know, the Mark B and Blade, it had the Chester yeah. P verse, it had the Lewis Parker verse, it had like your inroads to like, yeah. th these are the other guys to, you know, and Do I you, feel like, I feel like, um, you know what, you, Loyal's kind of done that with the getting me on the record. And in a Never. way, that's kind of what, what reminded me, I, I love the J Huss record, that J Huss album. Right. Because in a way, there's right. there's bits of it which reminded me of that kind of stuff, the, mm. the accessibility that gets people into just straight up rap. And he's talking a bunch of grease that's like, that's kind of funny, but not in a, not in a completely different way that Rodney P was doing it or, you know, someone else of that era. And I, I rated that record. That's, that's, that's real. That's real. Um, but before, before we wrap up this episode of the Thanks for Trying podcast, I wanted to just quickly chat to you, Hugo, about um, the next season because you've, you've, you've just finished yeah, filming. Man. Yeah, yeah. I've been getting Exclusive. up early. Exclusive. Mad early. Exclusive. Super early. Yeah, learning lines. Like, I can't what? do that very well. Yeah. Shit. With, like crayons and shit. But Fuck. Can you have cue cards? Like, I'd love that. Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah. 
No, it's been sick, man. It's proper surreal every time. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe that there's all these people running around after us. It's fucking great. Madness. And has it, has it gotten bigger because of the, you know, has, has the crew gotten bigger? Has the setup done? Like- uh, not really. Okay. Not really. Like, and we try to keep the vibe on set good. Like, there's no, like, hierarchies or, like, mm. you know, like, we talk to everyone. Mm. It's just, we just want it to be a good vibe. And I feel that's really important. Like, good. To- the catering good? No, nah, the catering was dead actually. Oh, man. But like the caterers were nice people, so <laughs> a big up Deliveroo as well, man. Like, <laughs> so that's a game changer. Damn. So and then so I was gutted I couldn't I wanted to fucking cameo and couldn't I wasn't in the country. You're, you're too active, man. Bruv. Too active. Next season I'm there. So you and when when's when's this coming out? When's the next I think it's in September, but I don't okay. know, like but I've been told September, but it will change, I'm sure. Yeah, and like, because you got to fit into like a scheduling thing. I know nothing about fucking scheduling. Mm. It's, it's the man keeping exactly. us down. The Illuminati. It's the fucking schedule Illumin- us in. It's Jay Z. Yeah, Jigger Man, schedule me in. <laughs> I'm ready. <coughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, that has been episode 15 of the Thanks for Trying podcast. Thank you so much to my guests Hugo Beats yeah. and Jest. Big up yourself. You're listening to episode 15 of the Thanks for Trying podcast with myself, The Last Skeptic. Shout out to my guests, Jest, Hugo, DJ Beats. Big thank you to Seb White for recording the show. Do not forget to subscribe, comment, all of that, and buy your goddamn tickets now for September 17th. Thanks for Trying podcast live at the Phoenix in central London. Big up yourselves. Catch you next month. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify. And break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.